Alhamdulillah Hamdan kathiran Tayyiban mubarakan Fih Kama yuhibbu rabbuna wa yarudah Ashadu an la ilaha illa Allah Wahdahu la sharika lah Al-Aziz al-Azim Wa ashadu anna Muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh Al-Nasih al-Amin Allahumma salli ala nabiyyina Muhammad Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Wa man tamasaka bi sunnatihi ila yumiddin Thumma amma ba'd Ya ibadullah Alhamdulillah ala ni'mat al-Islam wa sunnah all praise and thanks belong to Allah for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the Sunnah. Alhamdulillah, Allah Jalla wa'ala, He has sent down to us His book, a book that is blessed, a book that it contains therein that which is a healing, that which is a cure. This is a book that contains therein guidelines, by way in which we are to live our lives in accordance to. It is a book that if we were to hold on to it and to cling to it and to stick to it, we will find success and prosperity. Alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He has sent to us His messenger, His final messenger, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and He has sent before Him messengers who conveyed unto us the guidance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala whoever sticks to the way of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam then this is one who will not go astray nor will he be saddened it is incumbent that we stick to the texts that have been sent down unto us as these are key to our prosperity there is not a single individual from amongst us except that in life they will go through their ups, they will go through their downs. There's not a single one from amongst us except that their heart, it is subject to things that will destroy it, and it is subject to things that will help it, aid and assist it. There are certain things that are a cure for our hearts, and there are other things that will kill our hearts. Let us reflect and let us be mindful of this reality because we have to be concerned with the health of our hearts. This is incumbent, this is a must. From those things that is a cure for our hearts, from those things that will bring ease to our hearts, and there's not a single one for amongst us except that we are in need of having a cure for their heart, and they are in need of having that which will bring tranquility unto their heart. Because there are things that will cause us distress, there are things that will cause us anxiety, there are things that will cause us worry, so on and so forth. There are many things in this life that will break your heart. So it is incumbent that we know and we have access and we know where to go to get those things that will bring tranquility to our hearts. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, amanu, Those who believe. And this is key. Because to find true tranquility for the heart, it will only be attained by one who truly believes in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This will be the only one who will be able to find tranquility for his or her heart. And this is another reason or another aspect why we constantly say, 
Alhamdulillah ala ni'matil islami wa sunnah all praise and thanks belong to Allah for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the Sunnah, for guiding us to the proper belief in Him, Jalla wa'ala. This is key to our success, period. Allah Ta'ala, He says, Alladheena amanu, those who believe, those who believe, and those who believe and their hearts find tranquility with the remembrance of Allah. Their hearts find tranquility with the remembrance of Allah. Is it not except by the remembrance of Allah that the hearts find tranquility? Naam. It is in the dhikr, it is in the remembrance of Allah that the hearts find tranquility. So, O oh, you who have stressed, O oh, you who have worry, O oh, you who have anxiety, O oh, you who your heart is in a state of turmoil, the question now becomes, how are you as relates to the remembrance of Allah? How are you as relates to the Quran? How are you as relates to Allah's book? Because inside of the remembrance of Allah will your heart find tranquility. So if you find that your heart is in a state of turmoil, if you find that your heart is in a state of chaos, what is your relationship with Allah's book? Because if you are not taken to the cure, how do you expect to be cured? If you're not taken to the medicine, how do you expect to get over the ailment? If you're not taken to that which will bring you prosperity, how do you have hopes of attaining prosperity? How are you when it comes to Allah's book? Because depending upon that answer, then you will see the reality of your problem. If the answer is negative, if the answer is not befitting, then perhaps this is why your heart is in a state of turmoil. Perhaps this is why your heart is in a state of calamity. This is why you have stress and distress. Why? Because you are away from Allah's remembrance. Allah Ta'ala, Ta'ala, He says, that verily the believers, there are none except those who when Allah is mentioned, their hearts tremble, their hearts tremble with fear. And when the verses are recited, when the verses of their Lord are recited upon them, it increases them in iman. And when the verses are recited upon them, it increases them in faith. It increases them in faith. And upon their Lord do they place their trust. Istemiru, upon Allah do they place their trust upon their Lord. Look at the characteristics of the believers. They are those who, when Allah is mentioned, their hearts it tremble with fear. This is a sign of a healthy heart. That when Allah is mentioned, then the heart it trembles with fear. Why? Because it understands the magnificence of their Lord. It understands the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It understands the power, might, and ability of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So of course their hearts are going to tremble. Of course their hearts are going to tremble. Because Allahu Akbar. But likewise, when the ayat are recited upon them, they are increased in iman. This is that which lends to a healthy heart, that the ayat are recited upon it. Meaning that that person, they remember Allah Ta'ala by reciting the Qur'an, or they listen to the Qur'an and the Qur'an is recited upon them, so on and so forth. These are those who, it increases them in iman. If you want to have health for your heart, if you want to have a cure for your heart, then you cannot separate yourself from Allah's book.
It's not possible. You cannot separate yourself from the Quran. But you have to be reading it. You have to be contemplating over its meanings. You have to be living your life in accordance to it. You have to be pondering over it, so on and so forth. If you want your heart to be successful, if you want your heart to be cured, if you want your heart to be healthy, if you want to be successful, this is what you have to do. So the believer, he is one who he does not separate himself or she does not separate herself from the remembrance of Allah. They do not separate themselves from Allah's book. They do not separate themselves from learning about their religion. They do not separate themselves from reading through the sunnah, the hadith of the Prophet wasallam. They do not separate themselves from this because in that is their success. In that is their medicine. In that is their cure. That is what's going to make their faith increase. That's what's going to make their faith increase. نعم وعلى ربهم يتوكلون and upon their Lord do they place their trust استمعوا upon their Lord do they place their trust in this be benefit from it why because from that which is a cure from your heart is placing your trust upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from that which is a cure from your heart is divorcing your heart from other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Divorcing your heart, disconnecting, disattaching your heart from this worldly life, that's what's going to bring tranquility to your heart. That's what's going to bring ease to your heart. That's what's going to bring cure to your heart. Because a love of this dunya is that which will bring disease to your heart. Is that which will bring weakness to your heart. Is that which will bring stress to your heart. Love for this world. Love for the money. Attachment to wealth. Attachment to status. Attachment, attachment, attachment. That's what you find people's sadness is linked to. That's what you find their distress is linked to. This one distressed, why? Because he's attached to the money. Money control him. This one's in a state of stress, why? Because he's attached to the women. They cause him stress or attached to whatever, causing them stress. But the more you disattach your heart from these things, these things will have no effect on you. If you're not attached to money, how can it cause you worry? You are happy with what Allah gives you. And you are thankful unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in that, you still strive your best to do that, which will bring to you benefit, and you put your trust upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But at the end of the affair, whatever comes to you is for you, whatever it does not is not for you, you don't stress over it. Because you tried your best, you did the means, you did what you can do, whatever reaches you is from Allah. Whatever does not reach you is not meant for you, so you don't worry, because you know that what is meant for you is coming to you, it's coming. So how can this person become stressed because they didn't get this job? Because they didn't marry this woman, or because she didn't marry this man, or because they didn't move to this place, or they could because they couldn't get into this house, or because they couldn't get that car, so on and so forth. Why? Because their heart is not attached to these things. And if your heart is not attached to these things, then these things can't control you. But if your heart is attached to it, then it is like the strings of the puppeteer. It can control your heart because your heart is attached to it. But if your heart is not attached to it, what influence could it have over you? None whatsoever. So from that which will bring health to the heart is disattaching yourself from everything 
other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those who have a healthy heart, to make us of those who are attached to him and him alone, to make us of those who are not subject to, the, to being influenced by the worldly life and those things that are contained therein, but those who they are yearning for the hereafter, they are yearning to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they are striving for Allah's reward in Jannah, in heaven, these are the ones who they will be successful, these are the ones who their hearts will be tranquil. هذا أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولجميع المسلمين فاستغفروا فإنه هو الغفور الرحيم بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وبعد يا عباد الله يا عباد الله from those things that will bring health to the heart from those things that cure the heart, then bila shak wa bila roi, it is reflecting over the signs, reflecting over the ayat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, reflecting over the signs, this will bring health and cure to the heart. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, إِنَّ فِي خَلْقِ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَاخْتِلَافِ اللَّيْلِ وَالنَّهَارِ that verily inside of the creation of the heavens and the earth and the alteration of the night and the day, then verily in that there are signs for those of understanding, for those ones of intelligence. There are signs, we benefit from those signs. Naam? From the signs and from those things that we benefit from and we take an admonition from that it will be the likes of those previous nations who came before us that were destroyed. This is what helps the heart. It helps bring cure to the heart. Being neglectful of this, then this is from those things which will bring death to the heart. This is from those matters that will kill the heart. Because the one who is intelligent, he takes example from those who came before him so that he doesn't or she doesn't fall into the mistakes of others. Those who were successful, they do what they did to attain what they attained and achieve from success. Those who were unsuccessful, they stay away from what they did. Why? Because they don't want to be unsuccessful. It is not for us to fall into the mistakes of others. We saw they fall into the mistake, then we fall into the mistake too? That don't even make sense. We saw they fell off the building, we gonna walk off the edge too? That don't make sense. So those who are wise, those who are intelligent, they ponder, they ponder and they take lesson from those who met their destruction. So Allah Ta'ala, He says, He said, and how many, Allah Ta'ala says what means, and how many of the townships we destroyed while they were given to doing wrong? How many of the townships they destroyed? Why? Well, that, 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 that we destroyed while they were given to doing wrong. They were given to sin. They were given to corruption. They were given to transgression. They were given into doing those things that Allah Ta'ala made prohibited upon them. They did not establish the rights that Allah Ta'ala had commanded them to establish. They did not do that which Allah Ta'ala had commanded them to do. So thus they were, they were destroyed because of what their own hands had put forward. But Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala 
He just didn't destroy them and then that's it. But Allah Ta'ala, He left them as a sign. Allah Ta'ala, He says, وَهِيَ خَاوِيَةٌ عَلَىٰ عُرُوشِهَا وَبِئْرٍ مُعَطَّلَةٌ وَقَصَرٍ وَقَصَرٍ مَشِيدٍ نعم وَقَصَرٍ مَشِيدٍ Allah Ta'ala, He says, but rather that they were destroyed so that their civilizations, they lie in ruin. Their civilizations, they lie in ruin. Up until this day, the wells are deserted and the lofty castles are in a complete state of ruin. Still here for us to see. Gone, destroyed, ruined. We walk amongst their ruins right now as a sign. Look what happened to them. Look what befell them. Why did it befall them? Why did it happen to them? Allah Ta'ala, He tells us why. And they were transgressant. They were given to corruption. So it came upon them that which has come upon them. That which has come upon them from the reasons is what? Is that they did not take admonition from those who came before them. Now, they did not take admonition from those who came before them. They didn't learn. They didn't learn the lesson what happened to the people of Lord, the people of Sodom and Gomorrah, what happened to them and how they were destroyed. How they were destroyed. They didn't take heed to it. So now perhaps what before what befell them or something similar what before them. They didn't take heed to it. They were unmindful of it. And how many people right now today unmindful of it? Telling us about the rights of the LGBTQ community and all this stuff like this. To this day, you didn't take example from the people of Lord, how they were destroyed. You didn't take example from Sodom and Gomorrah, how they were destroyed. Now in 2019, you want to do the same stuff that you telling us we're supposed to respect it. And you telling us you're supposed to have rights. And you telling us we're supposed to be supposed to. Why should we? We will not. Never. Why? You would, you and your life were destroyed. You think you were destroyed because you were such wholesome and good individuals? No, because you brought a corruption upon the earth. So Allah Ta'ala, He tells us about these ones who were destroyed. And did they not walk upon the earth? Did they not travel throughout the earth? Having hearts by way in which they intellectualized by way of them. Having hearts that they were intelligent by way of their hearts. Utilizing their heart. Having ears by way in which they listened. They took, they took benefit from the signs, from the ammunition. They took benefit. They understood with their hearts. And they benefited from what they heard. They were caused to hear. But we understand what they were not. That's why they were destroyed. Because they didn't take example from the people of Lord. They didn't take example from the people of Ayat. They didn't take example from the people of Thamud. They did not take example from Fir'aun. They didn't take example. They thought it, not us. Can't be us. Did the same stuff. But they thought it happened to them. It's not going to happen to us. We're going to escape. We're going to be the exception. We're going to be gonna be the anomaly. That's what they thought. No, it's not the case. This is the sunnah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He gives you a chance to obey him. If you obey him, you will be rewarded. But at the same time, Allah Ta'ala, He gives you the opportunity to destroy yourself if that's what you choose. And if you meet destruction because of your own choice, boy, then I you get what you, 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 you get what you deserve. 
That's what you did with your hands. Allah Ta'ala says, فَإِنَّهَا لَا تَعْمَ الْأَبَصَارِ وَلَكِنْ تَعْمَ وَلَكِنْ تَعْمَ الْقُلُوبَ الَّتِي فِي الصُّدُورِ Allah Ta'ala says, and their eyes weren't blind, it was the hearts in their chest that was blind. The heart in their chest that was blind. And of course it has to be as such that the heart and the chest, that's what's blind. Because a person who is exposed to the truth, who knows the truth, how in the world you turn away from it? You exposed to what is correct, how in the world you turn away from it, except your heart is blind? How in the world you turn away from it, except that your ears are deaf, you can't hear? How do you turn away from it, except that you're blind, deaf, and dumb? Allah Ta'ala, He tells about those who turn away from the truth. Because turning away from the truth is that which will kill your heart. Allah Ta'ala, He says, And when they turn their hearts away, Allah turned their hearts away. You see? The punishment will be appropriate to the crime. Allah Azza wa Jal, He didn't turn their hearts away. No. They turn their hearts away. Once they turn their hearts away, then Allah turn their hearts away. Because that's what they deserve. They turn their backs on the truth, so Allah turned them away from the truth. That's what they deserve. So from the fastest ways of destroying yourself, from the fastest ways of killing your heart, is to turn your heart away from the truth. You turn your heart away from the truth, Allah will turn your heart away from it. Did you wonder why some people are so astray? Why some people are so misguided? That they willingly do what they do. They willingly go into great extremes inside of their foolishness. And you say to yourself, how in the world is that even possible? Why? Because their hearts are dead. They've been turned away from the truth. This is why. This is why. This is the case. Right? That makes sense? Yeah, ikhwa. This is Jumu'ah. Jumu'ah, you listen. It's from the, the ibadah of Allah to listen and to be quiet, not to talk. Not to talk during the khutbah. This is not the time for talking. Time for talking is after that. Look, I'm talking to you now. You're still talking. Allah musta'an. What's, what's wrong with you? Turning away from the truth is from the greatest means of destroying the heart. Turning away from it. Allah Ta'ala says, then they turned away. They turned their backs. So Allah turned their hearts away. They turned their backs. Allah turned their hearts away. Because there are people who they don't understand. There are people who don't understand. Ya ibadullah, it is incumbent. It is incumbent that we place ourselves in position to understanding. From that means in which we place ourselves in position of understanding is that what? Is that when the ayat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala being recited, we pay close attention to it. Naam? That we pay close attention to it. That we pay close attention to it. When the Quran is recited, listen attentively to it and be quiet. So that you can be Successful from the tricks of shaitan and how he gets you to turn away and divert you away from the truth is that he preoccupies you. So the ayat the recited, you don't hear it. The reminder is recited, you don't you don't take you don't pay attention to it. Why? Because you're distracted by something else. This is from Shaitan. Be warned. Shaitan has many tricks how to how to trick people. 
You have to beware of your enemy. You have to beware of your enemy because he want he doesn't want good for you. He doesn't want good for you. Ya ibadullah. We have to be of those who comply and conform to the truth. That's what it means to be a Muslim. It is Islam Allah bitawheed wa qiyadu lahu bitaa wa baraa min ash-shirk wal mushrikeen. Is that we have to submit ourselves, submit ourselves. It's Islam. We submit ourselves. We humble ourselves. Submit ourselves by the monotheism, to monotheism that we worship Allah and Allah alone, and that we are compliant to the rules and regulations that Allah Taala has sent down unto us. That we're complying to it. That which is halal, we do it. That which has been mandated upon us, we do it. That which is haram, we try to stay. We stay away from it. Now we make tawbah, so on and so forth. Now we are compliant to Allah's deen. We don't try to change Allah's deen, but we're complying to it. We don't try to we don't try to change the Sharia, but we are complying to the Sharia. Naam, we are complying to the Sharia. Not that we try to change it, alter it, say no, this is not it. Let's change it out. Now, if you read through the Quran, the people who just say stuff like that, let's change it. Bring us another Quran. Swap out the rules. That wasn't the believers that said those statements. That's your homework. Go back. You see, inshallah. And also that we disassociate ourselves from polytheism and from the polytheists. All of this is what it means to what to be a Muslim. So we have to learn to conform to that which is correct, free ourselves from polytheism and the polytheists, and to be from those who can who, who implement and establish the tawheed. These are things that will bring cure in life to the heart. We have to respond and answer the call. Of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala As Allah ta'ala says And that's for those who want a good life Those who want a good life Listen to what Allah ta'ala says Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu Stajeebu lillah wa lil-rasool O you who believe Answer the call of Allah and His Messenger Answer the call of Allah and His Messenger Iza da'akum lima yuhyikum When they call you to that which will bring you life When they call you to that which will bring you life That which will bring you a good life Answer the call man you as an individual, but job is calling you. Gonna pay you a million dollars an hour. You don't let the phone ring, but you answer the call, don't you? Huh? Answer the call of Allah and His Messenger. To that which will bring you life. And know that Allah will come between a man and his heart. Know that Allah will come between an individual and his heart. When Allah Ta'ala and His Messenger call you to that which will bring you life, answer the call. Aqimus Salah.